Hello, y'all. Welcome back to the show. I'm your host, Kim Jogway, and your worship experience is being brought to you by Ajoy Music. We love having Ajoy Music just lead us into worship, lead us to the feet of the Father. So if you are in need of a little praise and worship time with your dad, then stay tuned because that's going to take place at the end of this podcast. You don't want to miss it. So interesting fact, this is my second time recording this podcast There was a whole host of things that went wrong from me not turning on the right microphone to working to connect the microphone, the correct one, and then the connection cord breaking off inside of the microphone. So we are going to have a moment of silence for the Yeti. It is gone. She is laid to rest this day. But God is our provider, so we're not going to stress over it. This message is going to go out to you no matter what, because I feel like this is an important message. And to be honest, I've shared this message with you before in other forms, in other formats. I wrote a blog about it on my website, kimjogway.com, if you ever want to follow along on my blog. Um, I do post there probably about once a month because I'm a working professional. So there's just a lot that is happening in my life, but I try to make sure that you have quality content when I do go and post there, something that will edify you and lift you up and give you something to fight with, something substantial that you may need in your spiritual walk. So that's what the blog does. But you're here for the podcast, not the blog. So let's just jump right into this. This week was interesting because the reason I say I've talked about this topic before is because I've covered it in multiple ways from different points of view and angles. And it seems to still be a topic that people are struggling greatly with. And this is a topic that I myself have struggled with in my walk with the Lord. And that topic is, do you have to clean yourself up before you come to God? It sounds like such a simple thing. Like in your head, you say, no, I don't have to do that. I don't have to fix everything and become perfect just to talk to the Father. But it's incredible how often we know the truth, but we can't quite walk in the truth. And I'm noticing that with so many, especially when it comes to this weight loss journey. We feel like we have to have a desire to lose the weight. We have to to get our minds right around it. We have to buy the right vegetables and all of these things to get ourselves ready for this weight loss journey. And even if your issue is not weight loss, whatever vice of the flesh that you are fighting with, that you are facing, we often tell ourselves we got to stop drinking before we come to the Father. You got to stop using before you come to the Father. You've got to get rid of all the porn before you come to the Father. I want you to know that that is the biggest lie of the enemy. He is all over that. Let me just tell you, God will take you where you are in the condition that you are in. He will take you in any way. You, I'm going to say this for the people in the back row. You don't have to clean up your life before you come to the Father. He is waiting for you and he wants you and he loves you. Do you remember in scripture when Peter was walking with Jesus all this time? He was faithful. He loved the Lord. And yet he denied him at his most crucial time Jesus was about to be crucified and Peter denied his Lord and Savior that he sat with, that he ate with, that he prayed with, that he loved. So this is how I know I have foundation for this truth. It is in scripture. It is experienced by the apostles. 
And Jesus loved Peter enough to, he didn't ask him to go clean himself up. He did warn him that it was coming. He did warn him that Satan would sift him as wheat. And that same warning applies to us today. You know, this Christian walk is not easy. It's not easy. And Satan is always trying to trip us up. And truth be told, in scripture, it says he's seeking whom he may devour. He's trying to kill us. He's trying to destroy us. So he's going to put every temptation in front of us. And if you're a believer and you think you're not really a believer because you have a vice in your life, don't let the enemy lie to you. You are in a weakened condition, yes, and you still can belong to the Father in that weakened condition, but you don't have to stay in that position, and you don't have to listen to the enemy who's telling you you've got to get it all together, you've got to stop using, stop abusing, stop lying, stop cheating, stop stealing. Don't listen to him. What you can do is come to the Father exactly as you are. I said that, and I meant it. Come to the Father exactly as you are doesn't matter if you have alcohol on your breath, doesn't matter if you're as high as a kite, doesn't matter if you're so full you could pop, doesn't matter. Turn to the Father. Don't hide from Him. In those moments, we feel a lot of shame and that can bury us and weigh us down and make us not want to face God. We just want to curl up in a ball and hide in the dark because that's what sin does. It keeps you in darkness and it doesn't want you to turn to the light of your Lord. But that's exactly where you need to be. So even if you are fresh out of a of of a situation where you are using or fresh out of a situation where you just watch some porn on TV turn to your father turn to him and call out to him in that moment you know there were periods of time on my journey you know just for lack of a better phrase my weight loss journey but it was so much more it wasn't a weight loss journey for me it was just trying to walk towards the father and walk in his in his will and be healed. That was my journey. But there were times in that journey where I would be, you know, just handfuls feeding my face. And I remember when I reached a point of maturity, I was, I was full. I was nauseous. I had eaten so much. I was sick. And in that moment, I felt the Holy Spirit say, pray. And the last thing I wanted to do was pray in that moment. But I took God up somehow. I took him up on that offer. And with the spoon in my hand, I just remember crying out, Jesus, help me. Please help me. And in that moment, it wasn't like a magical thing. Sparkles didn't happen. Lightning didn't come from the sky. But in that moment, I found the strength I needed to put the spoon down and walk away. And when I walked away, I threw everything in the trash and I ran into my room and I got on my face before my Savior. And somehow, y'all, that strengthened me. That strengthened me to not go back into the kitchen and finish what I was, what I was eating. It gave me the strength to turn away in that moment. I want to tell you that it was fixed and that I never experienced that again and I was totally healed but that's not my story. I had to cry out that day and the next day and the day after that and the day after that. And it was hard and it was terrifying and I felt ashamed, but I kept turning to my father. And I don't know when it happened or how it happened, but I just remember there was a point where I was crying out every day, three times a day, And then there was a point where I was crying out, but I was crying out more so later on with praise and worship and less of, hey, God, I'm just overeating. 
the overeating started to subside and the praise and worship started to overtake that. And that's when my freedom really began for me. And that was my journey. And I don't tell you that just so I can brag about my journey. I'm telling you that because God loves his children and you are his child. And what he did for me, he will do for you. He will absolutely do it for you because he loves you. Why wouldn't he? I mean, think about it. Why would a Lord and Savior so perfect, living in heaven, living his his best ruling and reigning with the father, leave all of that behind, step out of heaven, put on the clothing of man, the stench of humanity to walk among us, to come and find us. Why would he do all of that and not grant you this? Why would he do all of that and not set you free from a plate or a bottle or a needle? He absolutely will. He absolutely will. Because he's already done it. He's already overcome sin. And here's the thing about cleaning yourself up. It's a lie. It's a hoax. And it's a joke. You don't have the strength you need to do what you think you have to do. You just don't have it in you. Scripture tells us in John 14 verses 16 and 17. And I will ask the father and he will give you another helper to be with you forever. Even the spirit of truth whom the world cannot receive because it neither sees him nor knows him. You know him for he dwells with you and will be in you. The help that you think you can give yourself, the cleanup job that you think you can do, you can't. But Jesus already provided that help for you in the form of his spirit, his Holy Spirit. And it's in you. And when you try to do it in your own power, you can only hold on for like two seconds. You And that's white knuckling it. And then you lose it all. It all crumbles. The the power was never on your own. The power comes from Jesus and it comes through the Holy Spirit who dwells in you. So the cleanup job that you're looking for, your father has it. He's already provided for it. You know, Jesus, when he had completed his mission, he said, my spirit, I've poured it out on mankind. That's what he's done. And that's where the help is going to come from. That day when I got on my knees and prayed, it was the Holy Spirit who empowered me that day. It wasn't anything I did because if it had a, if it had been my choice, I would still be face planted in a bowl of cereal or face planted in a plate of ribs somewhere, still eating my life away. But it was the power of the Holy Spirit that set me free. And that spirit is the spirit of Christ. You know, what's crucial that you understand about the spirit of Christ When Jesus walked this earth and he overcame sin and he died and was crucified and then was resurrected, his spirit was within him. His spirit was listening to the father, obeying the father, being empowered by the father. That was the, that was the strength of his spirit. And then when all of that work was done, he pulled that spirit from himself and he poured it out on us so that we can now walk in victory and freedom. It doesn't come from within us. It comes from the Holy Spirit inside of you. And it's an experienced spirit. It's a spirit that has overcome sin, that has triumphed, that has heard the father's voice, that that pulls us to the father, that cries, Abba, father. That's the spirit that we have in us. So that's why I say, stop trying to clean yourself up. Stop trying to lose 20 pounds before you decide to fully commit to the process. Commit to the process with the crumbs hanging from your lips. Commit to the process when you're stuffed and overfed. 
Commit to the process when you are drunk out of your mind. And when I say commit to the process, I mean commit to turning to the Father and asking him to help you. And if you if you ask him one time, ask him again. Ask him every day until something shifts and the enemy moves out of your way. The enemy flees at the name of Jesus. You just keep crying it out. You don't have to be perfect at it. You just have to pray. You just have to cry out to the Father. You know, when when I say pray, when people tell you to pray, prayers can come in all forms. They can be in the form of a moan or a groan. I like to pray in my mind, but I also like to pray out loud with my voice. I'm not shouting while I'm praying. I'm just usually sitting in the morning on my couch talking to the Father. Father, I pray that you would help me through this day. I, I pray for my family members who are lost, and I usually call them by name. I'm not going to do that here for sake of privacy, but I call them by name. God, would you please touch their heart? Would you please tear down the wall that's keeping them separated from you? Would you soften their hearts so that they would become fertile soil to hear your voice, to feel your love, and that they would run to you, commit their lives to you, and be eternally present with you? That's how I pray. Now, that might sound, you know, gussied up. It might sound like I've fixed things up, but that's usually how I pray. But there are some prayers where I'm just like, Jesus, please help me. I don't even know what to ask you for. I just feel like a hot mess today. Please help me. That's also how I pray quite often. So whatever your prayer voice is, pray. The key thing is to call out to the Father and let him help you. And don't be bamboozled by this lie that tells you you have to fix everything or clean everything up. Just call out to him and let him into your mess. He wants to come in. You know, Jesus said in Mark chapter 2, verse 17, and when Jesus heard it, he said to them, those who are well have no need of a physician, but those who are sick, I came not to call the righteous, but sinners. You don't have to be afraid that you'll be rejected. The whole point of Jesus coming is to find us who are broken, to find us who are lost, to find us who are sinners. So you don't have to be ashamed. That was the point of his mission. You're the point of his mission. I'm the point of his mission. He laid down his life for you and for me because he loves us and he knew we were in need to be saved, saved from this world, saved from all the crap we find ourselves tangled up in. He came for us. So don't hide. Call out to the Father and let him do the cleanup. Your job is to simply call out to him. Take some time to pray over this concept. Take some time to invite the Father into your mess. Don't be ashamed. Just call out to him where you are and do it. And while you're doing that and getting your heart ready, I'm going to turn it over to a joy music. And if you enjoyed this podcast, make sure you subscribe. I'm going to be here encouraging you on your journey. It's free of charge for you. Just show up and I'll show up. And together we're going to walk this thing out by faith until we are all healed and able to complete the mission that we are on for the kingdom of God. God be with you and I will check you out in the next podcast. Bye.
If you enjoyed your worship experience with the Joy Music, be sure to download your favorites on iTunes, Spotify, and all major streaming platforms today.